Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. A long time ago, in a city not far, far away, I served a church as a part-time youth pastor of sorts. If you heard the question mark when I said city, it's because I'm not sure you could call it a city, really. The town where this church was located was small. I have many, many fond memories of living in this town and serving in this church. Almost every interaction I had with the people was great. I learned a ton from the pastor and from doing ministry among the people. I'm being fairly vague because there was one interaction which was less fun than the kind of fun that's actually fun. A widow in the church needed some yard work done, and the youth were recruited to get it done. I pulled the youth workers and the teens and decided a Sunday afternoon was the only time which would work well for all involved. If you grew up in a conservative Midwestern church and listened to my last episode about the Sabbath, I'll bet you can guess what's about to happen. We did the work. The widow was happy. We went home. Soon afterward, I got called into the church office for a meeting with the elders. One of them in particular was not happy that we'd worked on Sunday. He reprimanded me in front of the whole group. I tried defending the good we'd done, but my words fell on deaf ears, or so it seemed at the time. Just so you know, I don't hold hard feelings anymore. I thought then, and still believe now, that we did the right thing. I think Jesus would have supported our loving care for this widow on his day. I admit I could be wrong, but reading Luke 6, 6-11 gives me a bit of a confidence boost. On another Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. I like how Luke subtly shows us the ongoing nature of the debate Jesus is having with the religious leaders over Sabbath rules. He simply says, on another Sabbath, and moves into a story filled with conflict similar to yet different from the previous encounter we talked about. In the first story, the dispute was over what you could do for yourself on the Sabbath. In this one, it's about what you can do for others in the same time frame. Luke, after the setup, tells us almost immediately where the hearts of the Pharisees and teachers of the law are. They're looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. They want an aha moment they can point to which will discredit Jesus as a lawbreaker. If he heals the hand of the man who's there, they'll have him where they want him. Healing is clearly work which violates the Sabbath. What? This has always puzzled me. Perhaps it befuddles me because I've read the rest of the story and know how Jesus is going to respond, but I'm not sure that's the sole cause of my confusion. I cannot for the life of me understand how anyone could think healing someone, restoring their health, making them whole could possibly be a violation of any law of any kind. It does not compute. 
What the religious bigwigs are doing is ludicrous. They're lying in wait to see if Jesus will, quote-unquote, slip up and heal on the Sabbath. I wonder, did they plant the guy with the shriveled hand in the crowd? Speculation, I know, but I wouldn't put it past them. Whatever the case, Jesus, Luke tells us, knows what they're thinking. Pause for a moment and consider the implications of that fact. All their hearts are open to Jesus. Their motives are not hidden from him. Jesus, God's Son, knows what's going on in the hearts of all. He knows what's going on in your heart and mine. He knows what your neighbor's thinking. He sees the innermost thoughts of your best friend and the secrets you think are hidden away. As a believer, don't fear this knowledge. The God who knows you inside and out loves you. He came to save you from your sin. He, in the person of the Holy Spirit, speaks to you to keep you from sin and lead you into righteousness. His knowledge of you and your sinful tendencies and your weaknesses allows him to prepare a way of escape even before the temptation to indulge the flesh comes. His knowledge is good and his work is for your good. Only those who are set on doing evil need fear God's perfect knowledge of their minds. Back to the story. Jesus invites the deformed man to stand before all in attendance. Then, when the man is front and center, Jesus asks a question designed to correct false beliefs. Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? Is this a hard question to answer? Not if you know God's heart or have even an iota of common sense. Good is always lawful. Saving life is always, to borrow the Jewish term, kosher. If you ever find yourself in a position to do good for someone on a Sunday, do it. The law of God never restricts doing what's right. It never prohibits serving others or meeting their needs. Jesus, having asked the question these leaders and teachers dare not answer, heals the man. His hand is completely restored. Praise God, right? Nope. The men Jesus has put in their place are furious. Rather than repent, they start talking about what they're going to do about this rebellious country bumpkin teacher man who won't follow God's law. Funny how we've come back to what we talked about last time. We're not to judge our neighbor in regards to what they do on the Sabbath or what they don't do. We leave that to the Lord of the Sabbath. He can guide our brother in Christ to do what is right in the same way he can lead us. You can trust God to convict me if I'm wrong, and I can trust him to shine the light of truth on you if you're missing the way. In the meantime, let's make sure that we're doing all the good we can on every single day of the week. Serving friends on Monday, loving neighbors on Tuesday, showing kindness on Wednesday, acting mercifully on Thursday, praying for our enemies on Friday, giving grace on Saturday, doing good on Sunday. Take no break in doing what's right. Let your loving actions, empowered by the Spirit, know no bounds. Oh no, it's sad I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.